LF podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not so hidden temptations. <laughs> we are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring people to the show who know what they're talking about and can help you with some of these aspects of your life. You only live once, so why not live a life worth living? On the show today, we have Megan Lumbert. Chef Megan Lumbert of the Radical Larder uses ingredients from local farmer's markets and other resources around Chicago to help develop dishes inspired by world cuisine and plant-based living. The chef strives to use whole ingredients and loves incorporating pickles and preserved items into her dishes, adding another layer of flavor and excitement to what she prepares. Mm. The Radical Larger partners with local breweries, athletic facilities, and farmer's markets to plant-based pop-ups, demonstrations, and events. Chef Megan is focusing on finding a space to expand her business, and she hopes to incorporate a movement element to pair with her focus on nutrition and whole ingredients. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with Chef Megan Lumbeyer. So Megan, tell us what you do in one to two sentences. Um, currently, I am doing everything it takes to start a business and company. <laughs> and what that means for me now is that I'm coordinating with breweries to do pop-ups mm-hmm. and finding athletic places that might be open to doing pop-ups. Okay. I'm also looking to develop products, so hopefully my relationships with different athletic places can lend themselves to having those products present. Okay. And uh, eventually I want to get a space, but I don't have one yet. Tell us a little bit more about uh, your company. So the Radical Larder now means to me Mm. a company that focuses on plant-based food and nutritional food that nourishes. Whereas I find you go to a lot of places and maybe flavors and taste is the first objective. Mm but I really want to focus on nourishing the body so that movement can fall naturally into somebody's life with this kind of food that I create. Hey, so is that considered gluten-free, vegan, paleo? I, I stay away from gluten, but I, I do use it. Like, okay. I, I just, I think gluten is fine. Mm-hmm. And it's even good for you. Um, It's just a quantity thing. But like artisanal breads, if it's sourdough, then that means uh, there's been a fermentation process that makes the nutrients in that bread more accessible to your body. Mm -hmm. So I think that's fine. And I would not have any problem using that. But, you know, you go to the grocery store and you look at the breads there sometimes and they add gluten. Interesting. And and I think that that sort of bread is not the best to be eating. Mm-hmm. Like, if I go to the grocery store, I get Ezekiel bread, which okay. is all sprouted grain bread. Okay. And it's found in the frozen section. 
It's awesome. It's interesting because I've heard like the, the classic statement is frozen fruits and vegetables lose all their nutrients. That's not true. <laughs> frozen vegetables are a great way to go in the winter time in Chicago yeah. because uh, those things have been frozen at the peak of their ripeness. Okay. So that's when they have the most nutrients, in fact. Makes sense. And uh, I don't think a lot is compromised in that process. I like to take uh, advice from people that I like trust and recommend, or that I trust and like believe they know what they're talking about. But there's so many things out there. Like, oh, I read this article. This one guy wrote it. That's where I got that information from. That people said that, or actually, that was also referred to someone that I know eats really healthy too. Mm -hmm. I don't eat anything frozen because it loses all our nutrients. Okay, like. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I really don't. Like, if anything, the things are preserved. Mm -hmm. I would say. Because when you freeze something, it literally freezes that thing yeah. in the moment where it is. So, I think that during the winter, at least, mm -hmm. you can get a lot of, like, peas and uh, other frozen vegetables, okra, all mm -hmm. kinds of stuff that you can't necessarily get fresh as we go into January and February. Right. So, I think frozen food can be great. <laughs> I, I stay away from processed, but oh, they yeah. but they now have a lot of uh, like Evol and uh, Amy's sometimes that has pretty good frozen food if you have to eat frozen food, mm -hmm. but I honestly don't really use that or buy it. It used to be that way like in college, I would just like stack up my freezer with frozen stuff because I didn't know how to cook. Now people come and over. so it can be a good option mm -hmm. if that's all you have. Right. But now people come over to that place and, like, you have, like, ice cubes in your freezer and, like, steak from, like, 10 years ago. I'm like, I eat a lot of fresh stuff. Like, when I cook, I, like, literally go to the store that day or, like, I will go but yesterday. Yeah. So I have stuff for, like, this week. It's like, I'm very on top of my cooking. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. But so how did you start uh, Radical Larger? What was kind of the background on that? Um, so... I started it like three years ago and originally created it to be preserved items. Okay. So I do a lot of jams and uh, pickles and fermented products. Mm -hmm. um, but I haven't really moved to sell that stuff. I've just been incorporating it into the dishes that I create for events and okay. other pop-ups, whatever I do. <laughs> So, that was the original, that was the original thought, mm -hmm. but now I'm thinking more like broad. So maybe I do have products and I develop products, mm -hmm. but uh, also there's the event side of things okay. and it would be really interesting to me to create a space where both food and movement are... Mm -hmm in the same place right? and uh, you'll have that at certain gyms mm -hmm. but I I rarely see I don't think I've ever really seen a place that does like yoga and meditational mm -hmm. stuff paired with really good nutrition mm -hmm. and stuff that's just really consciously crafted towards uh, wellness and mm -hmm. feeling good after you've done whatever movement practice you're doing, whether it be yoga or soul cycle or whatever you're <laughs> incorporating. So how do you kind of envision that? Like what would be your kind of 
you know, implementation there, right? So you're sitting there with like a, a food stand that's just fresh food every day or well, packaging things? I envision that being a space where both of those things are going on. Mm -hmm. And on the restaurant side of things, it would be a lot of grab and go. Okay. And you could coordinate events and whatnot mm -hmm. to happen offsite. Um, and then also having events that circulate around both yoga and food. So mm -hmm. maybe people come in and they buy like a package deal and they commit to three hours where okay. an hour or an hour and a half is dedicated to yoga practice mm -hmm. and meditation. And then an hour plus is dedicated to having a meal shared with the people that you've just done the movement aspect with. So it would be maybe like a family style meal. That's really interesting because I do hot yoga actually. Nice. And people ask me, oh, do you like get to meet people? It's like, well, not really. I'm like in a locker room. I'm like, are you done in the shower? And that's about the extent of your conversation. <laughs> yeah. Or like you come out afterwards and like everyone's like sitting there resting. Like no one really wants to talk. But if you kind of get up and ready to go and then you yeah. go and eat and be amazing. Mm -hmm. Like I was in the class with you for an hour and a half. Like real conversation. Make it a community event which I don't feel is happening mm -hmm. in a lot of these places. And I feel as though yoga and whatnot, while it's a very individual practice, mm -hmm. it lends itself to, there's a, there's a huge community mm -hmm. for it. Yeah. And it'd be cool to get people more into that and interactive around the food aspect right. and talking about what they just did in the yoga aspect, so. I saw this thing about that too, like uh, Subway, like quote unquote, like the healthy fast food, they still sell soda. Mm -hmm. It's like, we need to sell you guys too, but like, I'm gonna really eat healthy, I'm gonna grab this like huge sandwich and then I love an extra large soda. It's like, choose one or the other, healthy or not healthy, like you're not like doing so many favors, mixing it up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, soda is definitely one of the worst things you can put in your body. <laughs> It is. I, I, I'm like a super fan of the high tax. It's just like cigarettes, like huge tax. Sounds good. <laughs> so how do you kind of come up with like a lot of the foods you're making, the menus you prepare for events? Like how do you kind of come to that? Uh, so I draw a lot from whatever world cuisines I've experienced. Okay. And then I look at the ingredients I have available to me mm -hmm. and then I come up with something based on that. Okay. So for the Friendsgiving I did yesterday, for yeah. example, I made this pie. I had chestnuts, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I'll make a puree out of the chestnuts. Okay. And I added a little maple syrup, and then I made a very simple crust out of coconut, almond flour, and uh, pecans. Okay. And then I topped it with these Asian pears that I also got from the farmer's market from Oriana. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've frequent the farmer's markets around here? I try to. I mean, I've only been here about two years, but I try to go like once a month or so to one of them. Yeah, yeah. she's at Green City and okay. she's at um, Logan Square. Okay. And she sells like eight varieties of Asian pears. Oh, okay, nice. I got the Mongolian ones. I steamed them lightly and then put some a little bit of cinnamon in and just layered them on top of the mm -hmm. filling. And it's something that nobody at the event they were like I've never seen anything like this right. but it's delicious mm -hmm. and and it is a thing like I looked up recipes for right. chestnut pie beforehand and <laughs> found a few things and influenced based on that mm -hmm. but I'll rarely follow a 
recipe that I find to the letter. Okay. I, I look at a recipe as either inspiration or something to just kind of influence or mm-hmm. show me the general ratios if I'm baking. Right. That's how I that's how I use. So did you have any like formal training in your cooking or I do yeah, okay. I um I went to Kendall. Okay. And I did the accelerated program there, which was a little over a year. It was like a year and a half. Okay. And so that was a strong French cooking mm-hmm. background. And I think that was a good background to have. Um, and then I just went right into restaurants. So I worked at Old Town Social for two years. Okay. Learned a lot about charcuterie. Mm-hmm. Which I learned was like, it's kind of like baking with meat. Because there's the whole, there's the whole uh, patience and time element. Right. And measuring things exactly sort of thing. You can't just put a little of this and a little of <laughs> that. It's like an actual recipe that you have to follow to the letter so that the product comes out correct. Right. So, that was awesome. I really enjoyed that. Um, and... The chef at the time, Zishan, kind of like took me under his wing, nice. and um, I don't know. I feel like to some extent he's kind of kept me. He like encouraged me to stay in this industry. Mm. Like I became the sous chef at Old Town Social okay. for like about a year, and worked the entire line, and so kind of like became more confident mm. in a kitchen right. in a professional space yeah so then I went and worked at Longman and Eagle nice. for a couple of years um, doing pastry okay with Jeremy Brutskis was the pastry chef at the time and I learned a lot of things from that experience and I think that's a great background for mm. a cook to have like get some experience in pastry because there's so many things in savory cooking mm-hmm. that are related to pastry. Okay. So it's a really good experience to have. And then um, I worked at Same Day Cafe for a little while, okay. baking their bread, and ramped up their production from like 14 loaves <laughs> of bread per week to being able to make about 60 loaves in one day. That's crazy. <laughs> so that... Um, it would just be like a bread shift mm-hmm. and then all the bread is ready for a couple of weeks at a time. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, that's like got changed business significantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, they've got a new bread guy there now, mm-hmm. Devin. He's doing a great job with that and I think they're working on developing a new type of bread soon. Nice. And then, um, now I'm just really trying to get the Radical Larder going in its own right. Mm-hmm. And so my next big goal is to have a physical space, okay. however big or whatever. I need a kitchen space to actually do what I want to do. So So what can people expect at these pop-ups? Because you have a couple of pop-ups at some breweries coming up, right? Yeah. Okay. So there's a pop-up coming up at Hopewell Brewery in Logan Square okay. on December 8th. It's a Friday. And it, they can expect a plant-based menu that goes well with beer. Mm-hmm. 
So I might bring eggplant fries into the mix because nice. that was really popular at Ipsento mm -hmm. and it goes really well with beer. Perfect. Um, it's kind of like a dairy-free mozzarella stick. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool for those who can't eat dairy. Right. Um, and I did wind up being able to make it vegan. I didn't, I did it only vegetarian and non-dairy mm -hmm. at Ipsento, but um, if I bring it to the Hopewell pop-up, it will also, it'll be totally vegan. So, Perfect. Yeah. Um, and then I recently discovered the combination of peanut butter and kimchi. Okay, interesting. I don't know if you've ever tried that. I don't even think about that. <laughs> it is so good. It's so good. So I'm thinking of trying to develop a sandwich. Maybe it's a, maybe it's like a firm tofu coated in a peanut sauce with kimchi on it. Okay. I don't know exactly how it looks yet, but um, I'm thinking of going in that kind of direction for one of the items. And um, probably have a couple dips. Okay. Hummus. I really like the hummus that I make. I might try to use a sprouted bean or legume. Okay. But um, haven't made a final decision on that yet. I've got a couple weeks to decide. That would be interesting. So do you, with all these pop-ups and kind of events, is it just you on the team? Or do you have a team working with you on all these things? Um, I new? think about what kind of um, turnout I'm expecting mm -hmm. and then I'll pull someone on board for that if necessary. Okay. So sometimes while I was at Epicento I would have somebody on board okay. um, and I'm not sure if I'll have anybody working with me for the Hopewell but I might. Yeah. It, I, it, once I decide on the menu that kind of can Makes sense. change how how to go with that. Yeah, I was like uh, right on the corner, not really. It's like a, a mile walk for me, but like, where's it gonna be in their space? Because I've taken like a class there where they're like, this is how beer is made, right? Yeah. On the back, but then in the front they have kind of the the tap room. Yeah. Uh, so it's gonna be right in front of the window that okay. you can see in. Perfect. They have a big table, I guess. All right. And so <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah, and they've been doing pop ups on nice. Fridays pretty routinely okay. and they have food trucks come by every now and again so I think people are used to seeing food there on Fridays and hopefully that'll get some buzz around that's so smart though that they order. bring in food instead of making food themselves yeah. yeah I mean several breweries are doing this so I've been talking to some other breweries as well nice. um, I did a event a long time ago at Empirical Brewery okay. which is in Ravenswood okay talking to them about doing a pop-up um beguile brewery i'm talking to tomorrow okay. about setting up a date and uh where else am i talking a couple others mm -hmm. that i that there's no dates set in stone yet but it should be fun though look for those yeah. <laughs> i load up all events on my website so okay. you can find perfect Oh, uh, note that in the show notes too, for sure. Yeah. But, why don't you tell us a little more about your um, plant-based holiday box? Oh yeah. So uh, this year I've got a holiday box that is mostly recycled materials for packing, and then all of the things contained inside are plant-based and focused around richness and not having too much sugar. Okay. 
So everything in the box is like I have a dark truff chocolate truffle. <laughs> And my dad tried one, and he was like, this is really good, but I don't want another one. <laughs> like, I'm fully satisfied right. by this one truffle. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly the kind of reaction I'm looking for. Perfect. So it's like really satisfying treats okay. that are not packed with sugar, but packed with, uh, like, the chocolates are mm -hmm. lots of antioxidants. Okay. And... Um, the, the sugar that I did use to sweeten it slightly is um, maple syrup. Okay, interesting. Which is unusual, I yeah. think, but I think it co complements the chocolate really well. Mm -hmm. And then um, homemade granola, and then there's a almond milk kit in there. Okay. So the person who receives the box will make their own almond milk. Interesting. It literally takes less than 20 minutes to put together. Which would be fun little... Yeah. yeah, and it, the flavor is much better than that of what you'll find in the grocery store. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the thing things about milks that you get, non-dairy milks that you get in the grocery store, is they often have a lot of emulsifiers and stuff like that, which this would not. Mm -hmm. But I did include a fortification packet, so the calcium and magnesium and a little uh, Himalayan sea salt and cinnamon I, I added, mm -hmm. you still get that element without the carrageenan or guar gum or whatever other emulsifying agents are used. Okay. So, flavor is a lot better for sure. And then it's a, it's a more natural product, I think. I think a lot of people around the holidays are looking for something that's like easy to give to someone they really don't know that well mm -hmm. and it's a little bit different like i'm not a fan of like giving someone a gift card like here's a gift card to best buy like i'm you're not gonna remember what you got and it's like probably gonna go towards like whatever something random mm -hmm. you know so i think it's something like that you actually remember it's interactive seems like perfect to give yeah yeah it, it kind of brings whoever receives it into a space of thinking about nutrition during the holidays yeah but it's still, it's like treat items. Mm -hmm. So there's there's peanut butter cookies dipped in chocolate. Which is but it's natural peanut butter. Mm -hmm. It's also maple sweetened, and they're not that sweet. Like, and you just, you want one, and it's like something sweet you can eat. Mm -hmm. But it's not going to be like a binge item. Right. Or, you know, you know how the holidays go. <laughs> So, yeah, so it's like, the idea is you have breakfast with the granola, almond milk, and there'll be also some preserves included okay. from a lady who uh, is pear tree preserves. Interesting. And she does a low sugar, it's pretty low sugar, maintaining whatever it is in mm. its natural state. Really awesome stuff. So that, a jar of that is also going to be included. So that's breakfast, and then there's these shareable items, like mm -hmm. the truffles and the um, cookies, and uh, there's going to be power energy balls in there that are made with like dates and nuts, and uh, I haven't decided whether it's going to be in ball or bar form, mm -hmm. so it'll just be like an energy snack. Yeah, which is important. People love the energy. Like, yeah, totally. We, here in like, the space we have, we have like the snack bar you can go up to. 
It's like candy on the bottom floor, and then like kind of like nice stuff. I read the label, like it's just packaged nicely. This is not that healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 interesting sometimes when I look at different products for sale. But bars have come a long way. Oh yeah. There's some really cool stuff on the market. I remember like back like when I was in high school, we were like we'd work out. Like, you grab the bar, it's like oh my god, this is like so disgusting. Not gonna name the bars I was eating, was like oh, I cannot believe I to eat this. But like, yeah. you got these guys stay healthy. I'm like I'm sure there's better ways to stay healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. If you're not working out really hard, some of those bars have a lot of fat <laughs> and. Um, yeah, I gotta watch it yeah. sometimes. <laughs> awesome. So what else would you like to leave us with before we sign off here at Bar? Um, uh, I would really appreciate it if people would look at my website, uh, follow me on Instagram mm-hmm. at radlarder. Perfect. Uh, come to Hopewell on my, the 8th. <laughs> yeah, come to Hopewell on the 8th for sure. Um, the holiday boxes will be up today. Okay. For sale on the internet on my website Perfect. so there'll be a picture and pricing and all that information on there i'll be getting a few myself for sure yeah that would be great awesome. Thanks i love that yeah thank you this was a really fantastic interview uh felt very fluent very interesting we had a lot to talk about i definitely learned a lot i hope you guys too do just wanted to uh point out again that uh, she'll be selling these plant-based holiday boxes for the holidays. I actually looked into it and it looks absolutely phenomenal. Now I just need to decide how many I'm going to get and for whom. (laughs) Always a fan of trying new healthy snacks for sure. Also, feel free to come out and join us. We'll be out at Hopewell Brewing in Logan Square on December 8th for a pop-up. I, for one, love their beer and super excited to have some fantastic food paired with that. So feel free to stop on by Hopewell Brewing on December 8th. This episode is sponsored by our friends over at StakeHall. StakeHall is a social wagering app for the next generation. With StakeHall, you can easily challenge your friends to games of skill or even be a third-party judge between mutual friends. Stake your hard-earned cash, a night out in the town, or even just your dignity. They strive to be one of the most entertaining and most interactive social wagering platform on the market. StakeHall is an app that you download on the App Store. Uh, right now it's on iOS only. It's soon to be coming into Android where you can challenge your friends to some fun games. I've challenged some friends to a game of ping pong. I've challenged some game friends to a round of hot wing eating contests. Right now I'm in the challenge of Movember. Things of that nature. Absolutely incredible. Ever have that friend that takes a bet with you and then at the end of the word doesn't want to pay up and says, Bro, we never shook hands? No longer a problem with StakeHall. You can put it up on social media, share with your friends, get a third-party judge, problem solved. Check them out at stakehall.io. That's S-T-A-K-E-H-A-U-L dot I-O. Or go to the iOS and iOS store and download them. Stakehall. Check it out now. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast 
as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Thank <laughs> you.